You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help. Providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. Being a bestseller on Amazon is completely useless. Today, I want to break down the exact strategy that everybody uses to become an Amazon bestseller and explain to you why it's completely useless and how it can actually tarnish your brand. So the first thing people do when they want to become a Amazon bestseller is they have the mindset for it. Like it takes a different kind of mindset to become an Amazon bestseller because I'm going to be honest with you, it is completely useless. And the system that is used to be a bestseller on Amazon is actually it's I've done it before and it's, it's really scammy. It's not a scam, but it's scammy. Let me say that it's immoral. That's the word. It's immoral because it's not something that can really be tracked very well. Um, it's no official standard on it or anything like that. There's no board or anything like anybody can go and be an Amazon bestseller. That's why it really lost its value. It's not as valuable as you might think. So um, that's the first step. You gotta have a mindset to be a Amazon bestseller, to really care about that. I'm gonna just say it's, it's crap. Now, secondly, the next step is you need to write a crappy book. I'm gonna just be honest. Most of the books that are Amazon bestsellers are crappy books. And I know this because I'm an avid reader. I love getting books. I love buying books, reading. And I've bought a lot of books that were supposedly as bestsellers and they were just crap. And I know a lot of authors and I know the system they use to get there. Like it's some people online that will literally take videos and then transcribe it and then put it on Amazon and then put it, I'm gonna explain the process. And then they become a bestseller from an automated video that wasn't even theirs. So that's not really valuable. If, if somebody can automate videos like this, you could take this transcription, put it in a book and then become a bestseller from it. Is that really something that's valuable? Like, honestly, if anybody can do that. Now, I want you to think about this. Prestige awards like even winning the Grammy or an Oscar or whatever. You can't kind of jip your way into that. You have to earn it. Now you could say whatever about the voting process, but no, not just anybody can go and get a Grammy, right? It takes some actual work. That's why Grammys are so valuable. Now on the other side, you got Amazon bestseller tags, which anybody, literally anybody can go and get that title. That's why it's not valuable anymore. That's the second step is to write a crappy book. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be long, right? Like uh, you just have to have something on there that is like, I think it's like 50 pages or something like that. And that's literally just enough to be considered a bestseller when you get to a certain ranking. So now the next step after you have the crappy book is you go and design it. When you put it together and you design it and make it look all pretty and stuff, you don't actually have to put a lot of effort into it. Cause again, you're not doing this to actually sell it and build brand. 
you're not actually helping people. You just want to get attention. You want to be able to say, I'm an Amazon bestseller. It's interesting to see how these people go through this part of the process because you can go to Fiverr, pay somebody 10 bucks and they make you a book cover and design your book. If it's only 50 pages, you ain't got nothing to really worry about. That little effort you put into the design is actually a way for you to save money and save time because you can just speed up the process by not trying to make it a presentable book. Make it really easy on yourself. Just go ahead and put it out there any kind of way. Because again, we're not trying to sell this to actually help people. Now, this is where everything turns. This is where it gets very, very ugly. When the book is done and is designed and everything, now what people do is they go and add the book to Amazon. Now, when you add it to Amazon, you don't just go and put it in the correct category. You don't put the correct tags under it. You don't do that. Because I've seen a lot of people that will have a self-help book, entrepreneurship, business, or whatever, and they go to some small, really non-competitive category like religion or something like that. Literally, Amazon does this thing where they have like a ton of categories. It's a ridiculous amount. And because there are so many, you can go to the ones that are the least active and put your book in that category, right? That's step one, you know, obviously in the turning point. Now, the second thing is the pricing. This is a very, very important part of the process. Because again, if you're not trying to help people, you don't really care about making money. You just want that Amazon bestseller tag. So what you do is you add the book to Amazon for only $1, only $1, not five, not 10, only $1. Out of that $1, you'll probably make, I think it's like 60 cents. Amazon is still going to get 40. It's a ridiculous amount. And then you get more sales when it's only a dollar because you still have to get sales to be a bestseller. Now, the next step after that, you go to Facebook groups, maybe Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever, and you get people to leave reviews on the book. And it's only a dollar. So most people are willing to spend a dollar to buy the book. Once you get 50 people to buy that book, you pretty much are a bestseller. Like most categories on there will add you as a, well, the non-competitive ones. They add you as a bestseller when you get 50 sales and 50 reviews. And it makes you look like an expert, right? Somebody goes to your Amazon page and they see that you've sold 50 copies or whatever. They see your rank number one and then they see a ton of reviews. That makes you look amazing. But the truth is it dilutes the value of your brand. I say that because there are a lot of people that think that this strategy is going to help them somehow because you look at the fake gurus out there and the people that are selling courses and then have coaching programs and all of these things and they're Amazon bestseller. I'm telling you, it's just a path to nowhere because the truth is the real business people that are actually making money with startups and they have companies and they do real consulting. Those people laugh at the people over here that are Amazon bestsellers. They know it's only the little online money, right? And I say this all the time when it comes to having a personal brand, you need to be able to balance things out. What I mean by that is having an online presence is important, having followers, but it's not as important as real life because there are a lot of people who have the online side down. They have a ton of followers. They have a massive audience, all of that stuff but they're not real people. When they step offline, they, they're not real. They don't have any real connections. They don't have any real value to offer. You know, they lean on this follower count and that online relevance to build their brand up. But if they got suspended from Twitter or suspended from Instagram, they're gone. Now the people over here, they're real business people. These are the ones you should be looking up to. You should be following because they're the ones that have real life influence, real life connections. They actually make money. They own companies right? They do the work. So when, if they lost their online profiles, it'll be okay. Matter of fact, most of those people don't even live online. Like everybody else does, right? That's part of the balance that you see. If you're really relevant in real life and you actually help people, you make money, you have a good business, the online side just doesn't matter as much because it's honestly, it's wavering. You know, if people hear a bad thing about you, they'll unfollow you and block you and all of these crazy, like you could lose the online audience like that. Often something that's not even true. The real life value is more important than 
than the online thing. And I can tell you from personal experience that the Amazon strategy, it's an online thing. Do you have a bestseller on Amazon? It means nothing now because now people are even hip to the game. People even know that you can do this process of anybody can be a bestseller, anybody. It's easy. So saying you're a bestseller doesn't mean anything. Even if, and I wanna give you another insight too, even if you're a New York Times bestseller, and I know that sounds crazy, I said the same thing when I heard it, but the New York Times is pretty much the same thing. If you know the right people, if you can grease the right palms, you will be on the New York Times bestseller list. And you can stay there depending on your connections. Yes, yes, literally everything in the world that is like propping somebody up can be bought because the people that own it are willing to take payments to say, oh, this person is legit, right? That's how far and how deep scams can go. I say all of that to say, let go of the idea of being an Amazon bestseller. When you write a book, your goal and your intention should, it should be to actually help your audience because that's the thing that's gonna build your brand. It's ultimately gonna help you make money and at least other major opportunities. Don't write a book just to be a bestseller, man. That's not the right intention and it does, it never ends well, never ends well. I know a ton of people who've tried this and it just doesn't work. I know some people who have become bestsellers on Amazon and it's, it's useless. If anybody can do it, there is no value to it. Now, if you become a New York Times bestseller because you know the right people, you spent the right money, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that there is literally no value in being an Amazon bestseller, none. None whatsoever. When they introduce you and they say, oh, he's an Amazon bestseller, nobody's like, wow, like nobody cares, man. <laughs> so just keep that in mind as you're building your ebook. Industry leading, difference making, tomorrow shaping, world changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.